Thank you for jumping on with us for our Tri-State Trends podcast. I got my man Malek Davis with me. FFL Run With Wolves, brand new organization coming out of Houston, Texas. Just hit senior sales manager, crushing it. No, no stranger to sales, but recruitment sales and the ability to build a team, having a having a go at it, and looks like you're enjoying it, man. I mean, part of FFL motion, Carlos Renault, so these boys is coming up the rear. I like it. And I had to get you on here, man. You're making noise, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Um, how's it going, brother? Everything's going good. You know, just taking everything in, enjoying it, learning from whoever I can pretty much and using that and leveraging it. I hear that. Um, let's do this thing, man. Let's 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 take this journey, you know, from where you were prior to this into how you found Family First Life. Could you could you tell us how that process took place? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, I was in the car business, been in the car business for about eight years, eight, nine years. Uh, all like towards the end of me wanting to get out the car business, but I felt myself getting burnt out. So many different people was coming up to me telling me about the life insurance industry, but I didn't want no parts of it because I thought that, you know, Joining the life insurance industry, I thought it was for like old people. Huh. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm not joining no life insurance. I was like, I don't even hear people talking about they want life insurance. So I was like, I ain't doing that. But it was the weirdest thing. So many people, I probably have five people, different people come up to me while I was at work. And it's like, yeah, have you ever thought about getting in this? And like I, people that I worked with was leaving, getting in the life insurance field. I'm like, man, this is the craziest thing. So I was on the phone with my business partner now that's in this as well. And I was on the phone with him and he was in the industry with a practice company and he was trying to get me in it. And I was telling him I didn't want to do it. Uh, but I told him, I was like, man, I don't want to go into my thirties doing what I was doing in my twenties. Mm. Cause I spent all my twenties in the car business and I was about to turn 30. That's a wild marker age wise. And it's like, there's so much psychologically that goes with it. And you said a lot in that little statement, but that was, that's good. Keep going. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So I told him that and, uh, th my, the next day heading into work, I was running late cause I stopped at a, a post office to mail off these shirts, uh, for my nonprofit. I had, I was mailing off these shirts and I stopped at the post office and, while I was leaving out, I held the door open for this one guy. He walked out, and it was another door, and he held it open for me. Mm. And I walked out of the door. I was like, I appreciate it. He was like, anytime. And I was walking to my car. He was like, hey, can I uh, can I talk to you real fast? And I stopped. I was like, yeah, what's going on? He was like, man, don't go in your uh, 30s doing what you were doing in your 20s. Just like that. Just swear to man, How I thought this know? was okay. the craziest <laughs> thing ever. Like, my body froze up. <laughs> <laughs> I had goosebumps and I stopped. <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, what'd you just say? And he's like, no, nothing like that. <laughs> and that caught me in that. And once he said that, I was like, man. Great, I, and bro. how I like asked him, I guess it was kind of like he thought it was a problem. But I was like real confused on why he said that. Like everything in me was like scared froze up and I was like no what you just say he's like no it just told me to tell you don't go in your uh 30s doing what you're doing in your 20s he's like if you don't mind me asking what you do right now 
And I'm just sitting there just still staring at him. Wow. He was like, no, he's like, if, if it ain't a good time to talk, it's okay. I was like, no, he's like, I was like, something you said just really just threw me off, man. I was like, but I work in uh, at the car dealership down here. And he's like, man, if you give me an opportunity to, you know, to talk with you, I have lunch, lunch with you and I let you know what I do. And, you know, I see if you would be interested. And he started showing me money in his bank account and stuff like that. The weirdest thing. And he's like, I don't know why I'm doing this. He's like, I don't know you from Mechanic Paint. But, you know, it just owned me to let you, to show you this. And I still ain't know what he did mm. until the next day I went and talked with him. And he let me know, like, he in the uh, financial industry. And I was like, what is that? I was like, what, you like finance or something? What is that? And then he was like, I'm, uh, I do life insurance. And I was like, wow, that's crazy that you said that because uh, I was like so many uh, people coming up to me, you know, talking to me about, you know, the life insurance industry and stuff like that. Mm. So I just was talking to him and then, you know, I end up joining my partner that was in there. Uh, well, he wasn't my partner at the time, uh, but he was, uh, you know, doing it. So I talked to him and I end up joining him uh, on it and stuff like that. So I end up ain't go with the guy that, that was talking to me because mm -hmm. I felt like I need to be loyal in that situation because my boy was already sure. in it. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to join his team because they was with the same company. Got it. Um, but I'm glad it played out how it played out. And, and that's how I end up getting on board. But, you know, we left that practice company and came here. Wow. How long ago was that? That was in 2021. Got it. Like, like August or something, or 21. Okay, cool. And how long you been with FFL? I've been with y'all since... No, I take that back. Uh, it was in 21 when I was with them, but it was like in May or something like that. May is when I got with them. but And then I joined FFL in uh, end of October, 21 or end of October Got it. is when I came. FFL. Got it. And how how did y'all uh how'd y'all find us? Yeah, um I ended up finding it on social media because I knew I was over the practice company because it was like impossible to scale there. Uh so I was looking for different ways. I was like, man, I know this industry could be good because I see the proof on everybody, on most people. I was like, but just just not the right company. And then I start, you know, seeing different posts from FFL, but I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't like, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. But uh, then Carlos ended up inboxing me and he, you know, told me about FFL. And I was like, man, it's crazy. You wrote me because I already was like looking into y'all and stuff. And then I was like, you know, I jump on the phone and talk. And we got on the phone and he was telling me more about it. And then I was like, um, uh, you know, he told me it was no contract. That's what stuck out because uh, it wasn't captive. The other company was captive, mm. and I didn't know anything about that. But once he told me that, I was like, you know, I don't have nothing to lose to get this a try. I'm like, I literally give up nothing by trying this, and I won't know if it worked if I don't try it. And that's when I came on board, and it was night and day, completely different. Wow. Completely different from the other company. What were the major differences for you? The, you know, the freedom to actually run your own business, <laughs> to be able to, you know, post what you want, market how you want. Um, the ability to, you know, uh, recruitment is not a requirement, but 
is a major part if you want to, you know, grow in this business with FFL, but it's not like heavily pushed like, oh, you know, you have to recruit to be able to keep this percentage or mm -hmm. get paid this. You know, mm -hmm. I, I really like that a lot because a lot of people, you know, when they come on board, a lot of people not people person where they don't know how to recruit. So I feel like allowing them to mature in this industry, eventually they will start doing it, you know, as they get comfortable. But at the other place, it was like it was a must. Soon you come on board, you got to bring like five people with you. And it's like, man, I don't even know this business like this to just to try to pitch it to somebody. Like, I don't even know. I just, you know, came on board. But that was like one of the main things. So, and it's crazy because when I came, like recruit, recruiting wasn't my main thing when I first came. But, you know, naturally by me being able to promote what I do how I want, right. people start coming just naturally because I didn't have like – in a box and oh you only could talk about this this and this I, so naturally people you know bought into what i was doing and not like a system Got it. and i think that's a big a big thing that's huge man um so just hit senior sales manager um how many agents do you have on your team it's um 27 of us right now and we have 11 people that's on onboarding that already like completed their license, they just uh doing onboarding. Well, we wait on contracts and stuff to come back. That's huge. Uh, so they are included. I didn't count them, but we wait on contracts and stuff. That's uh, amazing. So y'all are actively recruiting. Um, talk to us about some of the techniques you're using to recruit and get people through the block selling. But what are you doing from a recruiting st strategy standpoint? Yeah, as far as recruiting is pretty much all on social media <laughs> and we focus on the things that people you know really want to see which is freedom lifestyle and family you know that's pretty much the main thing that people would do anything for to have freedom you know to have a certain lifestyle and to be able to provide for their family so whenever we post it on social media we make sure that it's around that uh where we get to show us going on vacations but we get to show the certain lifestyle we live in, the things that we get to get, the the work that we do. And it, and when we post it, like, we don't make it seem like it's, like, corporate-type work where you got to show up, punch in. Like, we showing us working on vacation, showing we, us on the beach, the balconies, whatever we at, you know, people get to see, like, they don't have to be tied to a place to be able to provide, you know. They don't have to give up their time to be able to get, you know, uh, to be able to get, you know, paid for it, you know, and a good thing what we do, we actually help families. And at the same time, we able to help ourselves and our family by doing that. So it's like a full circle thing that we, you know, that we show on social media and people reach out to us based off that, you know, and then we actively, you know, talk to people if they in different sales industries, or if they look like they, you know, burnt out from what they doing we just kind of soft pitch what we do ask have they ever thought about getting into this and things like that wow so so a lot of social media posting are you inboxing people as well yeah Pe uh, people you don't i like? don't act i don't really aggressively inbox people <clears throat> i uh i will inbox people but that's not like my main uh target when when i market it's it's really 
I post pretty much around me and my team and things like that. And people just really reach out. Majority of the people reach out to me, but I do uh, inbox a few people that's already like in the industry. Uh, then I inbox them and things like that and ask, you know, who they with and uh, how they like it and things like that. And um, I just let them know what we're doing over here and uh, to get on a call, we talk about it. If, you know, if it's not a good fit, that's, that's fine. Uh, but I'm just here to share the, inf uh, the information with you like someone shared it with me right. uh, and things like that. But I don't like really push on people. Sure. Hey, listen, we got the we got the cookie. Like, we don't need to push. You want hot, fresh cookies out the oven, you're going to join us. If not, you ain't. You don't want dessert. Some people don't want dessert. <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people like some fresh hot cookies, so we just trying to, we just offering up goodies. You know what I mean? It's up, it's up to you whether you want to take it or not. So I get it. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I mean, what do you see as far as, well, let's let's go back real quick. Your ability to get people onboarded and selling. What are some of the things you're doing, and what type of lead sources are you using to get agents moving? Yeah, what I'm doing is I do strictly social media, uh, like everything. I double down on social media. Uh, I got a real like solid platform on social media, and and what I do, I base my content around you know being able to leverage your insurance. And also being able to set your children up with, uh, you know, policies and things like that. Because that's the main thing that people care about is uh, how can they leverage, you know, where they at now to be able to build wealth. And also how can they set their children up financially to be able to build wealth and things like that and mm -hmm. protect themselves. Because uh, when you marketing on social media and you try to go with, you know, strictly life insurance, you know, a lot of people don't care for it because, you know, when people hear life insurance, they think about, you know, they have to die for someone else to see money, even mm -hmm. if it is a family member or a spouse or whatever, and don't nobody want to die or be a sacrifice for someone else to <laughs> be able to get money. So uh, we find a different approach to be able to talk about life insurance. So. <laughs> We let them see what life insurance can do for them opposed to how it could do what it's for for someone else. Okay. We let them know how they can leverage it while they alive and take advantage opposed to, hey, when you pass away, this person would be set because people honestly are selfish and mm -hmm. they don't really, you know, care for that really. It's a right. small amount that really will sit there and, you know, want to protect other people like that. So we just go about it a different way where people... Cause a lot of people don't know what life insurance can do. So we just let them know like, Hey, it's more than you have to pass away. You can actually leverage it while you are alive. Correct. And a lot of people don't know that. So that's awesome. Man. There. I love it. Um, what do you see? We got, we got six months left of the year. We're in a uh, five week month. Y'all got momentum. You're recruiting, you're bringing people on. What do you see for yourself and your team? Um, Run with Wolves from now to the end of the year. From now to the end of the year, um, our focus is at least get four to five more people that's on the team logos. And uh, also, you know, uh, that that red jacket is like, is, is a, uh, is a, one of our high priority goals for us. Hit a Hall of Fame. So, you know, we've been, 
breaking down exactly what it takes to get there uh, as far as like how many people we need to talk to and, you know, how many families we need to uh, help because mm -hmm. we understand some might fall off and things like that. Right, so sure. we've been coming up with a game plan because that, that's the that's the ultimate goal to be able to get that. And, you know, of course, the integrity thing. Let's go. The plan. You focus, man. Yeah, man. We, hey, we we highly motivated. I tell you that all of us. I really love motivated. It. It's like you shot out of the car business into insurance. Was practicing. Now you're in the big leagues. Yeah, that's exactly up, how it went. You're trying to put up numbers in the big leagues. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. You know, I'm, we, we want to you know have our mark in this industry for sure. How's it feel now when you are trying to get into this? You're like, there's no way I want to be in that industry. That's for old people. I don't even <laughs> like people don't even talk to me about life insurance. How's it feel now? And I, I was just talking to my team about this the other day. I was like, man, honestly, I feel like I've been like cheated my whole life. Far <laughs> as like my parents not knowing about none of this, like the people in my circle, and this not approaching me sooner. I just feel like some time just been wasted honestly like this is a real good industry huh. a real good like life insurance period is good to have the knowledge behind it is like it's not really talked about so people really don't know we really only know what our job tell us the majority of people is nine to five so it's like hey we got benefits get life insurance and we just get it and that's it we don't know anything about exclusions we don't know anything about nothing we just think life insurance so mm -hmm. By us, it's going to educate people, let them know it's different types. You leverage it different ways. I think that's the biggest thing, and that's yeah. what you know caught my attention. Knowing that certain people use this, the you know the leverage, you know the tax uh, advantages and tax shelters, and you know the grow their money, have it in safe space, and it just was like, man, <laughs> I didn't know none of this until I came aboard here. You know, even at the practice company, I didn't know any of that. I only knew one type of product. And here it was like, the doors is open. It's a whole new world. And I feel like I ain't know anything coming over here. Like, God, I spent all the time studying here. And I feel like I wasn't studying nothing coming over here. It's a lot. A lot of good information. That's awesome. And the one parting shot you give to a new agent that was thinking about getting in the life insurance industry or, you know, joining Family First Life or is already here and wants to take off, what would you say? I would, I would say to them, you know, don't wait, you know, don't procrastinate anything like that, jump on board. And, you know, you don't lose anything by giving it a try. That's the main thing that let me move forward is like, you're not giving up anything, you know, you're not paying a, a lump sum of money to mm -hmm. try this out. Like you literally not giving up nothing, give it a try. And if you already here, you know, find, what what you do best and just double down on it and dominate that field that lane that you in you know don't try to do so much different things be different people be yourself and dominate what makes you you and the people will come the team will come the clients will come mm. but you have to dominate whatever lane you in and don't try to jump in too many other lanes because you you'll get run over quick <laughs> get out my man, Tri-State Trending with Malik Davis. Man, I appreciate you joining us and giving us wisdom and nuggets. I see upward trajectory like a rocket ship from here. Let's make it happen, brother. 
Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone. Thank you. Appreciate you for jumping on. Thanks for trending with your boy. God bless, man. We'll be in touch. Thanks, Melo.